eighth VBS arrest, COVID-19 numbers skyrocket, Gillen Maxwell finally in FBI's pocket, and will Casper's family tree be liquidated? Kanye West to lead the West, and today we're joined by two special guests. Welcome all, you're now listening to the ninth episode of EarPod with Eklisha M and Budwire Wire. Hi everyone, so I'd like to welcome our guest for today. Uh, one of them is a returning guest, his name is Meli. Meli, greet the people. Hi guys, shout outs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we have a new guest today, uh, Pindulo. How are you? I'm good, hi, I'm a little shy. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Actually, actually Meli is um, back by popular demand. Yeah, yeah, I was requested it back, guys. It I know that this uh, happened to me, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> However, mm. Pimbe is the very, very special guest. So, Meli, just uh, be humble. Mm. Chill. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, so the, we're, we're, let's start off with our topics. So, yeah. today we're going to start off with the BBS. There's an eighth arrest that was um, conducted. Um, he was the CEO. Yeah, Flip Truter. His name is Philip Truter. Uh, the former executive told the court that he would, okay, this is according to IOL. This is uh, a report from IOL. Uh, the former executive told the court he would spill the beans and reveal how people's life savings were allegedly, allegedly looted. On Monday at the Johannesburg Specialized Commercial Crimes Court, sitting in pa- Palm Ridge, Philip Truter, the former chief financial officer at VBS, shocked the court when he said he would plead guilty to 47 charges. Um, the 47 charges he faces in, ele- in the alleged 2.3 billion bank heist. Um, so, and the, the the report goes on to say that Truter, who cried throughout the sitting, looked visibly pale and severely stressed. So, I have... I have a few views on this yeah. some of it relating to the actual report and some of it relating to how certain people are reported like how stories with regards to certain people are reported in the news as well as who gets focused on yeah. whose pictures get released and all that type of information right yeah. so there were other reports when i was doing my research there were actually other reports where they said that his wife came out and spoke and how she said that they living off of her 12,000 rand, her meager 12,000 rand income and how he's mentally, you know, fragile and all that jazz. You yeah. know, they want us to feel sympathetic towards him, which I don't. I mean, yeah. he can he can go and go to prison for however long he needs to go to prison. But yeah. I also do think that he, him and his legal representatives are setting him up for a lesser sentence. They're trying to get him a lesser sentence compared to everybody else. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah. I, I think it's just it's just it's just bad because when you have a look at the other other gentlemen mm-hmm. and how they've been treated, they've not been treated with this sincerity. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just bad and they should treat each and every single one as equals because all of them have been involved in this looting, which is bad. And uh I think it's good that uh the chickens are coming home to roost. I just feel like we sometimes protecting the image of people in a very bad way. Um, there are certain people that would want to show or that would just release just for the sake of releasing. But when it comes to certain individuals that are higher, then you want to hide their identity. And crime is crime, guys. Whether I steal two rent today and then I, I steal uh, sweets from the shop, mm. that's crime. 
Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> However, um, I think it is quite a complex situation that we find ourselves in because as much as, yes, we agree it is a crime mm. and there needs to be equality. But if you think about it, when we go, when you apply for a bail, mm. there are certain requirements that they look at. So he pleaded guilty mm. while the other seven said, no, yes. we're not guilty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They said, no, we're not guilty. Mm. And then they also look at how, if you can afford, they also look at that, if mm. you can afford to pay bail. bail. Mm. So the others, and I'm sorry to say this, they're all black, they got 100k <laughs> bail, mm. yeah. and this white guy got 50, half of that. Mm. I think this is why they brought in the wife, to show so, guys, we, we can't afford. Yeah. We can't and afford. I, think, I think he's playing the game. He's saying, listen... I'm sorry. Like, I think he, he, they know they're going to get caught. They know yes, there's yeah, going to be a guilty charge. Yeah. So he's saying, I'm guilty. I'm remorseful. Yeah. Um, I will help you. Meaning he's going to snitch on everybody. Of course. Yeah. So everybody else is going yeah. down. It's most yeah. definitely. Does it not definitely. remind you so, of so, uh, Oscar Pistorius, guys? In what way? No, he, he cried. Yeah. And then in yeah. front of yeah. the court, he decided to take off his prosthetic so that yeah. people can feel sympathy for him. Okay, sure, mm. sure. I think sure. it is yeah, somewhere yeah, it similar. Is. And usually in most cases like this, when a collective has been busted, the quickest to apologize, the quickest to repent, gets yes. a lighter sentence, yes. turns on the rest. Yes. Yeah, because he's the one that's going to speak about everything that yeah. happened. Yeah. It's just like how, it, okay, well, giving reference to another, the, the, the Bosasa thing, how given Watson mysteriously died yeah. but when <laughs> he was was taking out the files he mysteriously died mm. with the image to protect Gavin Watson if yeah. I can put it like that yeah, yeah I just think like you know what it actually makes me feel like it makes me feel like I don't want to make it a race thing but I feel yeah. like when it comes to white people I think white people are more equipped to play the game yeah. when it comes to the court yes. like they understand that you need to be sympathetic if they know they're going to yeah. go down they're going to play the sympathy card they're going to play I'm remorseful they're going to be like you know what yeah. I'll snitch on everybody as long as I get like a two year sentence yeah, I mean it's a commercial sentence. crime by the way yeah. so it's not like they physically harmed a, somebody but it's a commercial crime it's probably going to get like Right, but 47 charges, it's a yeah, 47 lot. 47 charges yeah. are a lot. <laughs> 47 <laughs> charges are a lot. But he's definitely probably going to get lesser charges than everybody else. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I was reading another article, right? So, you know that Floyd Shibambu and Ian and yeah, yeah, yeah. implicated via his brother, right? Mm. And according to Floyd Shibambu's defense, because what they said is that he got the money from the brother and the state is saying that those were illegal proceeds. So he said, no, wait. I lent money from my brother to pay for my Range Rover, which is why I got money from him. Not yeah. that I knew he was doing these things and <laughs> doing where he got the money from. And yeah. I, like, I, I'm really interested in seeing how it plays out. Who falls yeah. in the political spectrum? I think like, the, I don't want to mention a lot, but I think they're all going to fall. I hope they're all going to fall. I also do. Uh, yeah, I think like, they're all going to fall. They're all going to be implicated, but now because they have so much power in the political game we're just going to sweep it aside just like we're doing with the ubaba and, <laughs> yeah. um, we're just going to sweep it aside because they have so much political power and i think and i think what it does it creates a platform and a context for the next individual to come in and just do whatever they want to do mm. and that's the problem like i always mentioned with with behavior and misbehavior if it's not punished there's always going to be a platform there's always going to be a context yes. for it to play out and I think what would actually sharpen up our leadership is if these people, whenever they do something wrong, they're reprimanded and they put into their place. And that says to the next individual who wants to come into power, I have to run a clean shop.
but I do think the the head of the NPA is gonna come out for blood, and she is gonna you yeah. know do the things that need to be done. If she's white, yeah. no, <laughs> no, she she she, she went. To, well, NPA is white, but toy, yeah, but toy, yeah. Okay. But does it also would that also not come down to the funds which she would have to get from this very same government? True, mm. and she did say that actually, um. The she investigative, the, the investigative um, officials, police and hawks and whoever, they don't actually have the skills and resources to mm. investigate certain matters. Yeah. So I mean, those and are where money must come from. from yeah, the government. <laughs> but those are hurdles that they have. To, like she's gonna have to like figure a way out with that one. Okay, so um, I actually wanted to talk about something else yeah. with regards to reporting, but I think. For the sake of time, we'll just move on to our next topic. Yeah. So, um, we just wanted to discuss the coronavirus. It's still a part of our lives. And what is this, July? Yes. <laughs> I didn't think it would be this long. It's July and we're still dealing with this thing, man. <laughs> um, so, according to Business Tech, Gauteng has become the epicenter of the coronavirus in South Africa following a surge of cases in recent weeks. Uh, data published by the Health Minister, Dr. Zuelim Kize, shows that of the 224,665 total reported cases in the country, Gauteng accounts for just over a third at 33.4%. Uh, I think as a nation, we're, we're at like over 200,000 and yeah. around over 3,000 deaths. Yeah. Hey, it's getting real. Yeah, like it's, it's getting like, scary. Like, like it's getting <laughs> real. Yeah. You, know, scary. you know, when I first came into contact with regards to COVID-19, no, not that I'm saying I tested positive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying uh, the, the breakout, the, the story the itself. Scare. Yeah, the first scare. It's like, okay, so yeah, it is them until we move until mm. one of your very own gets uh get contracts the the virus and gets tested positive mm. whether it's a colleague or a family member then you start to realize okay wait hold on it's this is real yeah. you know mm. at some point the numbers were so low and you're like no they would never skyrocket like when, when am i going to meet these people yeah when am i going to meet <laughs> that's these people? how it all started with the 10 guys yeah, yeah. The people. People. yeah you're like it's just mm, 10 people nah it's just 10 people from italy I mean, isn't it crazy the fact that 10 people have like plunged <laughs> that over 200 yeah it's murderous guys <laughs> yeah you see and and and, and that's just the, cra the crazy thing and i think with regards to us south africa and how we've handled it as as a nation. Mm. I think we're not the most responsible individuals. And I think we also go against every precautionary measure that there is. And like from the very beginning, I'd stated that I wasn't for the staged lockdown in the sense that it would be announced to the public, because I feel like how would people then differentiate between uh, the restrictions of level four and level three? Because now that you've seen a, a, a major hike in the numbers, when we went from level four to level three, it was as if now people are free. Mm -hmm. They can do whatever they want to do. My mm -hmm. next question then becomes, what happens when you go to level two, level one? It does not mean that we're completely free. So, yeah, man. I feel like another issue is um, the government in, the, in, t in terms of, fine, the president does his address and he tells us we're going to go to level two. This is what happens. But when it comes to like the specifics, yeah, like giving people direction with regards to the specifics, it's a mess. Yeah. Like they are a mess. Even the rules generally don't make sense yeah like i'm still about like how how can we go to church and casinos and restaurants and whatever but you can't visit your own family you can't visit it's too risky to visit your own family or yeah. have guests in your home but it's not risky enough for you but go have a meal you, at you can restaurant. go have a meal at a yeah. restaurant and yeah. meet with your friends at a restaurant like how what do you think uh, guys? yeah i agree did you see the um, uh, um the clip yeah julius manema 
when you were talking about um, the school. school. He said, and he made a valid point, like, you're saying let's open parliament. 50 people will be inside sitting. Mm -hmm. So it would, in parliament, 50, only 50 people will mm. be allowed inside. And the rest will have to do it virtually. Mm. But you're sending our kids to school. You guys are not, you're not willing to mm. come together. But mm. you're sending our kids to school. Mm. I it does not that. make sense. And actually, you know, it's funny. John Steinhazen, I, I was reading, I was listening to him speaking on the radio. And he, he was pretty much saying that he's going to be working from home and whatever. And he was really quick to be like, you know, I have to do it because, you know, I have asthma and whatever, whatever. What about the kids that have asthma? asthma. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah? The yeah. kids that but, don't have that type of a choice, they need to go to school. They need to get an education. What about them? And he was so for opening up. But he can't even go outside. Yes, <laughs> particularly who are so up for opening up yeah. here, our country, our country. But he says he has asthma. The economy. So, so I, I'm more focusing on the kids in the rural areas, in in, in the locations where that cannot afford to have a post life. Mm -hmm. That mm. in that school where mm -hmm. they need to go in, they can't afford to have ten sanitizers per floor or per per, per ten mm. uh, meter radius, whatever mm. it is. What are we saying about them? Or that you must die because you're poor. Or the kids don't have access to like PPE. Can I? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm story. saying. Mm. Yeah. Can I tell you a true story? Mm. My mother is a grade one teacher. Sure. In yeah. a very very rural area, very rural. Yeah. Mm. They were told they must come back to work. My mother went back to work, and uh, the only thing they had was like one liter of sanitizer. Imagine the whole school, <laughs> the whole school had yes. one liter, just one one liter. And then you force sudden indemnity for, or you're not forced, but, but then they bring out an indemnity yeah, for to say that if your child dies, yeah. can the school not be held liable? But and you see, from, from the beginning, but it shouldn't be the school. Should it? Should it not be the department and not the school? Oh, you mean the department should provide, to be held, yeah, provide yes, to be held liable? I'm sorry, the, the department of education cannot provide proper like. School facilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's still kids that are being educated in schools without roofs, people being educated, yes. and there's kids going to pit toilets and getting, you know, falling, falling into, into, into pit toilets. toilets. But like, my issue here is the indemnity forms. They're saying, please don't hold the school liable. But the school is not liable. It's the Department of Education that is liable. Mm. So yeah, but I that, do but not really understand why. Yeah. Unless mm. it's a private school. Yeah. Those ones, yeah. they function differently, I think. I, I Private school, I, they're probably sitting at home right now having their laptops opening and <laughs> having classes. You know, you and know, then it goes back to having a poor poor and, child going exactly. back to yes. Because let me, let, me, let me give you this. My brother is in matric, mm. right? And he goes to the British Academy in Brooklyn. He's currently sat at home. And they're not returning at all. They work from their laptops. That's it. You know, so I've got like first-hand experience of seeing this. And just like you, Pindula, as well, who's got first-hand experience through your mother, that mm. these are the things which are happening. The discrepancy between the mm. poor and those who are privileged. It's mm. crazy. I feel like it's, it's, they shouldn't be going back. Like yeah. it just it doesn't make sense for them to be I'm just back. saying that I think it's time to remodel this whole school thing. It is. It is. Yeah. I think yeah. I think I think I'm not saying give leave the education system or the educators without a job. Mm. But if you can create a more systematic and more technological way mm. where you have online lectures all the time, then yeah. instead of someone going to school and realizing that Oh, flip, I'm sitting next to Pindula. Pindula's mother had corona yeah. two weeks ago. So yeah. possibilities that I must get. Yeah. But you see, but then it goes back to the issue of like, the government can hardly provide the proper facilities, proper resources. For anything. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if they had to go online. You know, you, oh. know, you know, personally, this is what I feel. <laughs> With regards to school, I just feel like if all the school kids could be sent home, because I don't advocate for kids being at school right now, 
if all of them could be sent home and say, you know what, guys, what we're going to do is that towards the, the end of the year, we're going to have our exams, our tests. Mm. And uh, by virtue of that, they extend the test. So if you have two papers for a subject, instead of having two, maybe you'd have three or four. That would make up all the assignments that you've missed okay, during the year. Sure. If they say, kids, go home, here's study material. You've, yeah, got, you've got four or five months to study and get your act together. At the end of the year, we're writing exams. How do they formulate that? They bring them in in groups. So you'll have maybe 10 kids who will write for one hour at this period. After that, the next 10. And you could use different classrooms. You could use the hall. There's so many ways to go about it. I feel like that's the most adequate way we can go about finishing off the, the school year. Oh, yeah, like creating educational packs for the kids. Yeah. Like, okay, these are the study materials yeah. for the next month. This yeah. is the homework. This is when it's supposed to be submitted. Yeah. Your parents come, submit your work for you, or you come, submit the work, you leave the premises of the school. I don't even think yeah. we should get yeah. to a point where someone can go into the school facilities and submit. Mm. Guys, the we are technolo but we are growing, like, we are know, growing, We live guys. in a country where yeah. most of the, yeah. the population is, is... Yeah, it's disadvantaged. So even that, it's a struggle. But anyway, um, something moving, else, wait, uh, okay. <laughs> like what I wanted to talk about also is that, like, was it the MEC that said that they're preparing like 1.5 million graves in in the province of Gauteng? Yeah. yeah. Like, isn't that scary? Like, 1.5. Yeah. Like, we're not even at three thousand. We're not even at a hundred thousand deaths. We're not even close to hundred thousand deaths. But they're already preparing for yeah. the eventuality if, if, of people dying. If you guys checked out from from the onset, though, what was projected was that it would peak end of July, mm -hmm. mid-August. Mm -hmm. So that's when we'd, we'd come into our peak. Mm -hmm. And that's why now we're starting to see the numbers go up so high and we've overtaken Western Cape as Gauteng and we've become the epicenter. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's like, it's crazy, like 1.5 million graves. But at the same time, it's like from the onset, you know, we were warned that this is what could happen. Because I think at some point in time, the president did say it is going to affect about 70 to 80% of all of us in South Africa. That's actually twenty percent less of what the country is. So he did mention that um, at the point in time we're expecting about seventy to eighty percent of 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 infections from this virus. My goodness, that is scary, guys. Yeah, yeah. that is. Scary. I've I've reached a point in my life where. I don't really like reading the news. <laughs> My goodness. Like, yeah. I feel like every time it's just something, it's, it's just worse. It just keeps yeah. getting worse and I, worse yeah. and worse. So, Personal opinion, though, I just feel like my immune system is too strong for this. Yeah. I think I had it before and it left. <laughs> there was a time where I couldn't breathe, guys. I didn't tell anyone about this, but I was suffering. I couldn't ah, what breathe. Did you so, I had. Yeah, you understand? And I, <laughs> you putting your mask on. <laughs> I, literally, I think it was like three weeks or two weeks ago. I couldn't uh, breathe. Uh, and I was literally going through okay. death. And I was like, God, please don't kill me now. And look, now I'm healthy. So I, I, my, I feel like my 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 immune system is very powerful. I also so, think it is. But uh, mine is. But I'm, I'm not sure about this one. But I, I think <laughs> mine is strong. But about this thing, I, I'm, I'm not sure. So not sure. speaking to powerful things and people... Jeffrey Epstein confidant Galen Maxwell has been arrested on sex abuse charges. So this is an article by NBC New York. And um, with regards to Galen Maxwell, the British socialite and, and heir who became a confidant of disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein was later implicated in his alleged sexual crimes has been arrested by the FBI. She was arrested in Bradford, New Hampshire around 8.30 a.m. Thursday on charges she conspired with 
Epstein to sexually abuse minors. She was found living at a reclusive million-dollar luxury home with 156 acres of rural mountainside property. In a brief electronic appearance in New Hampshire, federal court Thursday afternoon, a judge rem reminded her of the custody of the U.S. Marshals and ordered her transferred to New York City. She did not enter a plea and her attorney has indicated he will seek a detention hearing in New York. So what do you guys feel about okay, this wait, and what are your thoughts? Wait, let's do like a bit of a background. Uh, for the people that don't oh, know. Don't know yeah, story. so yeah. Jeffrey Epstein is this rich guy from America. There's a net Netflix documentary on him. It's called uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. He pretty much did a pyramid scheme of pedophilia and child trafficking where he would get, he would procure kids as young as 12, 14, 15, 16 to come in, massage him, and then he'd sexually assault him. Not only that, he'd also use his wealth to offer them nice things, yeah, offer them an, an education, yeah. offer them some opportunities to work for him. Uh, he'd fly them out to his private island, fly them out to his house in Italy, and then sexually assault uh, these women. And um, yeah. yeah, and uh, the key to all of this running this so is uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, yes. who yes. is uh, the alleged, alleged girlfriend, but yeah. which I don't really understand because... If you're a girlfriend, how are you luring in, you know, woman for your partner to sleep with? But besides that, so what she did was that she was always able to break down barriers of communication. She was always able to disarm women because a lot of women sort of felt uh, they were in awe of her presence and of her beauty and her stature. So she was the one who would lure these girls in and she would introduce them to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Um... Thank God she's in prison. And also she has balls. Like the fact that she was still in the country. I would have yeah. like gone to a country Fled. with no extradition deal. I would be like in Brazil or something. Yeah. I would not be there. The fact that, that she was died, right? yeah. yeah. He apparent suicide. You know, suicide in commas, inverted commas yeah. there. And yeah. she and she they actually took her to the same prison that he was held in. And everybody's just like, oh, she go, she, she she's gonna, gonna die. She's she gonna die from corona. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna die from suicide. She's gonna die too, though. Yeah. So, so, oh so, my God. But actually, the FBI have said that they've placed her in a room in a cell that she's she's always supposed to be with another inmate. Uh, they've taken away her bed sheets. Um, yeah. So they they they, they, they have precautions yeah. to keep her. To, well, to prevent her from suicide, suicide. Suicide. But there are other ways for people to. But if they've taken away her bed sheets. What is she sleeping like? I have to paper something, paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we all know that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was actually linked to all these uh, powerful political mm. figureheads, how does uh, how do we move forward? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think she will expose certain names? Because the likes of Bill Clinton, uh, Prince Andrew, Andrew, Prince Andrew uh, Woody Allen, mm -hmm. they were they were Trump mm. as well. They were was quite close. Enter? Kevin Spacey, who actually couldn't finish House of Cards yes, because of that. Because of this, yeah. Series. So I, I, yeah, I'd like to see what's going to happen. What are you guys' thoughts? Do you think she should name and shame them? Yeah, she's she gonna, gonna die. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what I think. I think <laughs> some, something <laughs> in the. I think even if she doesn't die, like there's something that you guys must understand about money and power. Mm. Once you have money, you're powerful, and no one can touch you. No, I don't think so. I mean, they touched Jeffrey. He, yeah. he was touched. It, 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 did he not <laughs> die? It, it got to that and point. He died. Before yeah. he confessed everything? And he died. True. He, he That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that Before you get to a point where he thought you he open had power. Up. Mm. No, but you know what it is, you know, with Jeffrey Epstein. And, and I think this is the thing that Gillian Maxwell, what, what might put her in danger, but what also might 
gave her maybe a less of a sentence is that in the in the documentary they did say that he literally recorded everything there were cameras all up in his house there were cameras yeah. in his plane there were okay. cameras in his yes, beach he pictures with he everyone. literally gathered yeah. he gathered intelligence on the people that he was hanging out with so it also not only it puts her in danger but it also puts her in a powerful position because yeah. she has that she probably knows where or to point well she can point the investigators into the direction of a way to dig up this yeah. information and she was also there she was there mm. each and every single time he molested a, a girl, girl or raped yes. her. or child she mm. was she was there she's she knows each and every single thing each and every single person who they slept with who they raped what they did mm. but let's think about it this way um we like i agree with what you're saying that they're, they're very powerful people mm. behind this she cannot tell on one Mm. Uh-uh. Because what about the rest? Mm. And at what point? At what? At, how is she going to 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 come to? Uh, what was the word I'm looking for? To appreciate that if I'm telling, I must give the whole list. Mm. Where are they even going to begin before the end of that investigation? Do you do you really think that she would still be alive? That's what I'm saying. And she when would I mean, when not. I say, when I'm re- giving reference to money, I'm not talking about her money. I'm money. talking about the, the other people, people that, that are implicated, implicated mm. that she will mention one name and that will be the death of her. I mean, mm. let's, let's talk about Trump, for instance. There was that girl that he was supposedly raped and whatever. Mm. What happened to that? Yeah. I mean, mm. he, he, he's, he's also implicated Wait, here. can they prosecute a sitting president? I think that's the yes. thing. They, no, I don't think he can be prosecuted as a sitting president. Can he? Well, I don't know the constitution with regards to that we always know that even if there might not be any physical but there's always those unwritten laws which mm. are in place mm. which protect such powerful and prominent yes. individuals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. obviously it's like the South African government if what what uh, uh, Ubaba did if yeah. people <laughs> in strategic <laughs> posts yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, yes. the security forces put people strategically and the NPA so yeah. that mm. you know they are let him when mm. they yeah. like look mm. this is and happening this and then he's able to counter yeah and I love that you mentioned that because actually Jeffrey the first week of him when he moved to Florida was it yeah when he moved to that mansion of his the first thing he went he did he did he went to the police department mm. and he donated hundred thousand US dollars yes See? that was the first thing he did yes. you know and the thing is if you if you guys actually just just go and uh, watch the documentary you actually go on to see that it was the fbi who busted him and not the the police police. force Mm. they were Mm. so slow to act Mm. you know and even when they did start investigating they were were always one step behind what does that tell you he obviously had an informant he had somebody who was giving him information and actually something that we should also take cognizance of is that the fact that in that state right he did a plea deal not a plea deal he got a deal he did uh, about 18 months 18 in prison, months, yeah. but then he got immunity for his co-conspirators. Like yes. everyone, he, people are Gilead. Yeah. Everyone that helped him procure girls, everyone that was uh, associated with him, are almost like covered underneath this plea deal, right? And people are speculating that her legal team is actually going to bring up the plea deal and be like, no, no, wait. According to oh, this deal, flip, yes. she's protected. Yes. But then again, some people are saying that actually the deal is for Florida. Is restricted yeah. to oh, Florida, Florida. Yeah. and not yeah. to any yeah. other um, state in the country as well. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a very interesting court battle if, yeah. if she doesn't die. Like yeah. I think it's going to be a very <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like, it's like look, look at how uh, they requested Prince Andrew. 
you know, just for him to come to the USA. But because where they know in foreign land, foreign borders, there's nothing they can do. Mm. They cannot touch him. Because they don't have access mm. to and he's, yeah. and he's apparently stonewalling them. He's, he's like, I... Yeah. I mean, they, he's saying that he's helping, but the FBI are like, no, he's he's not, he's, he's not giving us anything that we can yeah. work with, honestly. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of something. What? <laughs> no, it's South African, so it... Yeah, it, no, it's, yeah, South African. Are we not here? I do not remember. I do not recall <laughs> any of this moment happening. Yes. I do not remember meeting with so and so. Yes. In the like words remember. of Ubab. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, hey, yeah. I can't recall of any moment. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he actually said. Exactly. Um, cool. Uh, let's go on to the next topic. What yeah. Casper Nuvest. Casper Nuvest. So. According to my Herald magazine, I think this is a trashy. Yeah. <laughs> this is according to the trashy magazine. <laughs> uh, the South African Music Rights Organization has applied for an order to liquidate award-winning rap star Casper Nuevas record label Family Tree. Uh, this after the rapper failed to pay them five hundred million in royalties for his show "Fill Up the Dome" with Casper Nuevas. Um, Samro, mm-hmm. which is the organization, collects royalties on behalf of South African musicians. Uh, filed the court papers in the Johannesburg High Court last week. Kaspanovas was given 14 days to file his opposing affidavit if he plans to oppose the liquidation of his label. According to Samro, general manager for legal service, Chola Makhama, the transition between yeah. English and, you know, the organization had signed the agreement with Kaspers, uh company in in October 2015 to license the performance of his concert known as Fill Up the Dome with Casper Nuevas. His company was supposed to pay 2% of the uh, concert's gross revenue of admission plus VAT. Casper, however, refused to pay despite repeated appeals for him to pay. Now... And 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 you know and you know one thing I, I've realized when it comes to our South African celebrities and musicians, this is not me taking a shot at them or anything, but I've come to realize a lot of them with regards to taxes, they're uninformed, uneducated, and they don't really know what's happening there, even with regards to paying such things. Because when I think of this, how many how many of our celebrities yes. have come out like this person yes. owes two million to SARS. This person owes five million. Yes. And you know, so they got the one side of the coin where they're making all this coin mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they're progressing in life. But now they're not cognizant of the fact that there's the tax man. They're not cognizant of the fact that there's certain contractual obligations which they need to adhere but, to. But I mean, you should get business managers. You should get like your accountants. Like this, this yeah. you should have people dealing with those things for you. You should have your lawyers and your accountants yeah. and, you know, all that. I mean, why is this even an issue? A problem, yeah. You guys are thinking about this from a learned perspective. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what it's, I'm thinking. It's the thinking. same thing with soccer players. It's with everyone <laughs> who is in the limelight. Yeah. It is the same. They, they they know you grow up and and you see someone you you, you had an idol and yeah. you you have seen this person driving the latest cars and you want the and then the person goes down you don't go and 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 and, and improve on that but no you you go the same, same. direction yeah same Hey, and hey, hey, you should just sell the Bentleys. I, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, think, I think they won't cover that. But I think maybe there's, there's a way it. of which he can settle. Five hundred million is a lot of money. It's a lot. It's of a money. Lot of and money. if it's a lot of money, then you should tell you that how much he made within. 
Yes. Yeah. So at that point in time, when they calculate this 500 million, it means that you have made so much money that you can be able to afford 500 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, this is like money he owes people. It doesn't mean he necessarily made that money. That's like, that's the money they say it's for royalties. Yeah. So yes, I'm, I'm but from the concert. From the concert. So he has to pay that money to them. So yeah. yes. But doesn't mean he has that money. No, no, not he, he has it now, but how much did he make? He made him? from the concert. Mm. We don't know what happened to the money that was made. Maybe from the concert. From yeah. the concert. Yeah, because I heard somewhere that he said, I think his total, um, total debts to Sarza are just, just, bef- just below a million rand. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. To SARS. Yeah. But then the Samro, on the other hand. From mm. what? To SARS from personal income. Yeah, I think it's yeah. personal His income. income yeah. yeah. He 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 actually he actually did manage to pay everything off. He did come out and say that he was working with an accountant and uh, they he was actually uh, helped and he actually did then say to the rest of the artists that guys we need to be cognizant of this and mm. uh, if anybody needs an individual who's going to help them with their taxes. Hit me up. I've got a guy. Okay. So sure. from that perspective, right. he actually did he was responsible enough. Yeah, sure. he was responsible. So shout out to yes. so shout out to him. Shout yes, out to yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. Good but first him. of all, if he made like if he was able to make like more than five hundred million from the show, he made money. Yeah, it's true. That's why he makes money. Yeah, he makes a lot of money. He makes a lot of money. Yay. Okay. And moving on to Kanye. But also wait, hold on. Before we move, yeah. There's a there's a record. Label that came from America to South Africa, the one that Nestor C signed. Def Jam. Def Jam, yeah. Right? Yeah, he signed. Did, did they Def not Jam say is... that Casper signed under Def Jam? He is signed. So how it, oh, how does wait. it work? Does they not have his own record label? That's exactly what I'm trying to figure out right now. Before I don't we move know, but I mean, topic. it might be that he's under the record label, but they might be handling distribution or whatever with regards to in the African continent or across yeah. the world, or or they have but this suddenly Casper. So he cannot, he cannot... Uh, uh, no, he signed himself. But yes. isn't Nadia Nakai also signed underneath uh, and then, yeah. Death Jam? But she's also on Family, yeah, family tree, tree. tree as well. So, so. so with regards to those contracts, so there's like ways and means in which you can work around them. If you're an artist and you've got your own record label and you're signing to another record label, sometimes it could be uh, sort of a, a co-joint deal. Okay. Whereas now we're partners. So we don't really know the specifications of his contract, but I remember him actually posting, putting out a, a, a tweet saying that lesson learned to your kids. This is how you run business. You build up your product so much so that when you sit at the table, you're able to negotiate it in towards your favor. Okay. So okay. with regards to that, I think it's more of a joint deal and he's more partners with them. And it might just be a distribution deal as opposed to, uh, any other artist which is actually signed, signed underneath. Under. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's Def Jam. Was it German to Brit? No. Yeah. I think maybe he ran it. I think he ran it. Yeah, at some point. And he was also, he also had a hand in Rock Nation at some point as yeah. well. Rock Nation is Jay-Z's. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um, so, let's, let's go to another muso. Yeah. Uh, Moving Ka- on Kanye. to Kanye West. I, I love Kanye though. I want the old Kanye. I'm not sure I'm Kanye. <laughs> Yeah. I, I feel like he has like a lot of mental yeah. issues, but yeah. I, I like thank you. Yeah. I, like I don't even I don't even want to say mental issues. I think to a certain extent, Ash, forgive me, he's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> like there's certain things that you make you think that he's not normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the way he sometimes reasons. Yes. Like yeah. like he literally stood up and said that he does not blame Trump. Uh, uh, for he said he was talking about this corona thingy and said that you died because of your own choice. 
He said on the radio at some point in time. Yeah, so, that's interesting. And then he's running for president. With, 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 no, regards wait, to, with regards to Kanye West, so on the 4th of July, he made a declaration via tweets mm-hmm. and that he was running for president and that lit up the internet. And um, over the course of four rambling hours of interviews on Tuesday, the billionaire rapper turned sneaker mogul revealed mm-hmm. that he's running for president in 2020 under a new banner, the birthday party, with guidance from Elon Musk and an obscure vice presidential candidate he's already chosen. Like anything I've ever done in my life, says West, I'm doing to win. He also revealed that he no longer supports President Trump. I am taking the red hat off with this interview. He also revealed that he's okay with uh, shop honing of black votes from the Democratic nominee, thus helping Trump. I'm not denying it, I just told you. To say that the black vote is democratic is a form of racism and white supremacy he also went on to state that he's never voted in his life (laughs) and he also mentioned that in february he tested positive for covid 19 and that he's suspicious of a coronavirus vaccine terming vaccines the mark of the beast and that he also believes that planned parenthoods have been placed inside city cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work and lastly he went on to say that he envisions a White House organizational model based on the secret country of Wakanda in Black Panther. See what you were saying. See what you were saying. See what you were saying. See what you were Where saying. Where am I like? See what you were saying. Okay, wait, hold up. You know, that's the thing about Kanye, right? Like, he's going to give you a lot of crazy. Yeah. But then there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that he said that might make sense as well. Yeah. Like, okay, I agree what he said with regards, because, you know, Joe Biden, in some interview with Charlemagne the God, right? He's a podcaster. He was on The Breakfast Club as well. He said, uh, Charlemagne asked, told him that, listen, if you want the black people's vote, you need to give policies that are for black people, yeah. that are further black people's agendas, right? Mm-hmm. And then Joe Biden was like, oh, no, if you don't, if you're a black person and you don't uh, vote the Democratic Party, you're not black. I don't agree with his wording saying that it's white supremacy, but I do understand that Joe Biden was undermining the black voter in that instance. Like, how are you going to tell black people as a white man that they're not black yeah. if they don't vote for your party? Are you crazy? So I do, I do understand where, where the commentary is coming from with regards to what he's saying. I, mm. I totally understand. However, when I speak to Socrates and Plato, two Greek philosophers, they always um, advocated against democracy mm-hmm. and not because they wanted uh, a dictator in power but because they felt that voting is a skill and like any skill you need to be equipped with the knowledge you need to be equipped with the ability to yes. act out that skill yes. so with regards to voting being a skill it's like okay are we going to vote for a person just because of his skin color mm-hmm. because i feel like black america told the world that it's okay it's enough for you to just be black you'll get our vote mm-hmm. i feel like that's what they did with, with oh, obama, obama. And I feel like they also didn't hold him publicly accountable. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there were so many things that Obama could have done, you understand, with regards to policies, like you say, Mm -hmm. to advance the the agenda for black people. So I'm a bit on the fence with this one. I love Kanye West. He's one of my favorite creatives of all time. However, a black famous face in a high place doesn't mean anything to me. I just just feel like he he is here and there, man. I don't know if, if I make sense. Like he he's he's 
Today I say this, tomorrow I say that. But yes. I mean, I, I think that's because he is suffering from like bipolar. He's bi- he's you know he has yeah. bipolar disorder. And he wants to run for president. If that, that's yeah. exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Me- mental health is a serious issue, right? Mm. And I'm not and saying running that a it- country is no child's play. Exactly. Mm. I'm not saying that because you have mental issues, you can't run a country or you shouldn't run a country. Mm. But knowing uh, the 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 background. The yeah. background. Yeah, particular Kanye rather than Kanye. Kanye particularly. I don't think he'll be able to 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 hold it. Um, I, I don't think he'll be able to carry it through. Yeah. Yeah, he you know, won't. I mean, he, he's not even registered. First of yeah, all, yeah. he's not registered. He hasn't registered a political party. Uh, for him to run as an independent candidate in most states, the filing for the paper, having to file the paperwork has closed already in most states. Yeah. In and that's not, it remember, so it's not the like first just, time. Yeah. yeah. yeah but but he did say that if, if he does not get into office now, in 2020, he's going for 2024. So I agree with that. And I just feel like the position that um america have to take and the stance that they have to take with regards to the next president i just feel like you need a plain boring diplomatic individual who's going to come in and do the job we don't need crazy anymore you've had that with trump you need an individual who's just going to do the work be about the work you don't have to be this person who draws media attention but just do the work i feel like the country itself needs an individual who champions adequate measures Adequate things happening through the correct channels. Because like you say with Kanye West and his mm-hmm. mental issues, mm-hmm. right? What happens? There's a bit of an inconsistency mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So one moment, mm-hmm. one moment you're feeling red is right. The next moment you're feeling blue is right. And I feel like that American presidential seat is the hottest seat in the land. And it's not easy to world. run the country. In, in the, the world. world. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you want to become president of the free world. Do you know how difficult it is? And I feel like with him... When it comes to his art, when it comes to his music, when it comes to his sneakers, we love Kanye when he runs. We love Kanye when he comes up with these controversial things. But now, White House don't need controversy. Thank, Thank you. you. And he said a lot of crazy things. A lot. He said he's against abortion. He said what else? <laughs> that, that the vaccine might be... Okay, I have my own conspiracy theories. Yeah. I also have also. But anyway. But the mark of the beast really is yeah. yeah, okay, the, the mark of the beast. Yeah, the mark of the beast. Devil's pastor. I don't like yeah. guys. Oh, he's not a pastor, but I mean, next thing he opened a church. A church. Like, so many things are going it's on. Ah, whoa, guys. <laughs> guys, he's never voted in his life. And, and then he wants, and he wants to run for president. And it comes back to what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Voting is a skill. Yeah. I mean, he's it never is. voted in his life. It, 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 it is a skill because now. Look, my, I know my, I also have my issues with vote. I know I'm, I have my issues. <laughs> ah, but the South African yeah. political yeah. landscape. But it, yeah, it, I know. Yeah, we I, understand. understandable. But he's never voted in his life. But he goes around shouting, I, I, I. I support Trump, I support Trump, but he's yeah. never voted. And then, and then all of a sudden doesn't support Trump. And all of a sudden doesn't does support, support Trump, he wants to run so, for president. So, I want to play devil's advocate. The last question I have for you guys I mean, guys you can change is, your mind. The last question I have for you guys is, can you marry white and still be pro-black and advance the black agenda? Oh, flip, you just mentioned a very important thing. <laughs> Wait, as a woman or as a man? As a woman. Can you, mm-hmm. can you, can you marry you can. white okay. right, I think and still be pro-black and advance the black agenda? Because Trump actually came out and said, Kanye West will always be one of us and so is Kim. Mm. Uh, but before we get that, guys, imagine Kim as the first lady. I think actually she would oh. keep that ship. No wait, no wait. She'd keep that ship running properly. Like I feel yeah, like yeah. she'd yeah. probably be the one running the country. Kanye would be off doing some crazy shit, yeah. and then King would be like, "No, we are not doing that. You need to go to that meeting and do it now." Like she should should be like the one be like pushing him to do the right thing. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't think she's that smart, but okay. okay. Oh, I, I'm, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Okay. I am okay. sorry. But let's, I, I, let's get back let's to, the, to, the, to, to the question. The question. I'll rephrase. Mm-hmm. Can you marry white either as a woman 
or, or as a man, man mm-hmm. and still be pro-black and advance the black agenda. You can't. Yes. You really? can't. I think you cannot. I think it depends. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm speaking now as from a South African from a South African point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's many face things that we face in South Africa as a black people. Mm-hmm. And I want to meet a white woman who by virtue of her being born is far more advanced than I am. And then I want to run uh, uh, I want to be pro-black for my people. Mm-hmm. But the moment you start saying racial things about that other race, mm-hmm. it doesn't only affect the white people in South Africa. It affects home. But you know what? Here's the thing. It depends on who you're marrying. Are you marrying someone that is conscious of the racial, you know, politics or the racial injustices? Are you someone? Are you marrying someone that's um conscious? That's that's able to be like, black people have gone through this. I understand. I see you, and I'm a I'm an ally to the black cause. That's the difference. I the difference. Agree. That's the difference. I agree with you. Can, you can't marry someone that's ignorant of your struggle, of your issues. Can of I, the, of the, I think this is why I ask. This is why I ask. As men or as a woman. I want. I want. I want your opinion, Pindu, because at first you seem to go the other way. <laughs> no, I said it. I said it. <laughs> It depends. Okay. <laughs> yes. we, we want your thoughts. We want your views. It, it, it depends. Yeah. Um, I agree with Kitumi. Sorry. Yeah. I agree with her. She just exposed my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Remove. I apologize. Yeah. I agree with her. It, yes. it, it depends. From my point of view. Yeah. As a woman. Yeah. If I were to marry a black man. You're sorry. My apologies. A white man. The way I see marriages is... You leave your, your your father's house and you go to your husband's house. So yeah. it means that you leave your culture behind. Mm. You see. So okay, in a different in a different space. In a different, a different space. Yeah, in a I different space. Yeah. You would want to marry someone who will be conscious mm. of your race. As well as your culture else. Yeah. Yeah, as well your as your culture. culture. As well. Can mm. I also say something just yeah. because of that? Yeah. Before you go to you put my wine. Huh? Um <laughs> Does that so? It's a very typical thing that I'm going to say, but um, now because you're conscious, mm-hmm. and I decide in front of you to call myself a kafir, does it make you? Does it give you the right to call me a kafir? That, that this, this, <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Because you're conscious, and 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 I understand that you know black people. So now when I say, listen, I'm a kafir. Does it now because you're conscious give you the right to call no, me a kafir? No, but you see, the thing is, like, if you are really marrying someone that's truly conscious and truly understands the racial dynamics, like, even if you were in the marriage, if you were, as a black man, comfortable with calling yourself that, she still wouldn't be. She'd still understand that I, as a white woman, even if this is my husband, will not be able to call my husband this. But that's the thing. Like, just a, it, it, it's a person-to-person thing, in my opinion. Yeah. It's very subjective. But anyway, guys, uh, I'd like to thank our two very special guests. Many yeah. thank you for coming thank through. Shout out. Thank you. Thanks for coming it through. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. it was really thank fire. You. So um, to all listeners out there, please, if you can, weigh in on the question that I asked. Can you marry white and still be pro-black and advance the black agenda, please do comment. Uh, There is actually a comment option on Anchor. Mm -hmm. And uh, to round up the show, we do have one shout-out. As we're sitting here, um, I'd like to announce that the UEFA Champions League is back. Mm -hmm. So for all those football fanatics, yay! So the draw draw has come out, and um, 
<laughs> the, draw, no. the draw has come out, but the most interesting thing is that in the quarterfinals, Real Madrid might play Juventus. That might see Cristiano Ronaldo playing against his old team, who he won three UEFA Champions Leagues for. Mm-hmm. So he predominantly in this modern day age got Real Madrid all that success. Now he potentially Ooh. comes up against them in the next round. That's I saw fun. that. That would actually be fun. Yeah, that, that would be, be fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, that would be fun. Well, yeah. thank you guys for listening and see you next week. Yes, thank you. Out. Bye. Hope to see you soon. Signing out.